The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Earlier in the show, we were speaking about the fact that Germany at the weekend closed down their last nuclear power plant. Uh, so that is it. No more nuclear power uh, running uh, through the wires of uh, Germany. And it has been heralded as a success for the anti-nuclear campaign there. But George Monbiot was with me, the environmental campaigner and the author. And he explained why he thinks this is a bad idea. They made what I believe was a completely irrational decision. Uh, to close functioning nuclear plants, which were almost zero carbon. And the result of that decision was greatly to increase their dependency on fossil fuels, not just natural gas, but also coal. And not just coal, but the worst kind of coal, which is brown coal or lignite, by far the most polluting energy source. And so it's just been a complete disaster driven by irrationality. Yeah, that's what George Monbiot had to say to me a little bit earlier. John Sudo is a Professor Emeritus of Chemistry at UCC. John, do you agree with George Monbiot? Is this a, oh, a, yes. a bad decision? Oh, yes. I mean, I would actually go further uh, and say it's almost nothing short of madness. Um, Albert Einstein was a German. Uh, he's the man who set the nuclear ball rolling in terms of energy. Um, he theoretically demonstrated the interchangeability between energy and matter many years ago. And he's probably turning in his grave that Germany would be doing this. I mean, Germany, uh, have, as I said, if they've shut down their, their final nuclear power plant, they are returning to coal. We have no nuclear power plants in this country. We do have some small amount of nuclear power running through our veins, as it were, through the interconnector. Should we be building a nuclear power plant? Well, you should certainly be discussing it. Um, what I think is a, a, a real problem here is that such a matter is, is gagged in the Doyle. Uh, the representatives aren't even allowed to discuss nuclear energy. Um, my belief, I think I've told you this before, is there should at least, to begin with, a citizens' assembly is required to inform the, the people. Uh, people bandy round numbers. They bandy them round about the economics and about the numbers of deaths that there are, the probably damage from all energy sources. But without a doubt, carbon-containing fuels, the thing that we are sort of addicted to, cause 7 million deaths worldwide per year. They... Uh, how many hospitalizations? I have no idea. And I cannot find how many people were killed because of nuclear waste. Neil McCann is with us as well, uh, the barrister and environmental campaigner. Neil, should we be having a discussion about more nuclear power in this country? Of, uh, of course. <laughs> Let's have discussions. Uh, and I mean, I think I think poor Einstein would be turning in his grave uh, uh, seeing as he's been quoted in support of um, uh, nu- nuclear uh, power plants, and uh, and p- possibly he's been included in promoting uh, nuclear weaponry, which uh, Einstein uh, is one of the great scientific minds of our civilization and uh, was a person of of, of great integrity. Um, so, should we be having the discussion? Sure. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I largely agree with what both George, who I admire greatly also, and what the professor uh, says about replacing uh, the uh, the nuclear reactors in Germany with very, very dirty coal. 
and uh, the phasing out has to be managed and controlled. But um, uh, in, in terms of us having the discussion in Ireland, uh, uh, well, first of all, the professor seems to mention that it's not allowed to have the discussion. Of course it is. It's been had many, many times in Ireland. And after a long debate in the 1970s, I think, mm. uh, it was made illegal to uh, have um, a nuclear uh, uh, facility in Ireland. And I agree with that. And uh, also, I mean, the, the nuclear industry in production of electricity is in certain countries associated with the production of nuclear materials for weaponry. And that was the origin of the Sellafield power plant. Uh, yeah, in, in are we a bit? Neil, are we a bit hypocritical in this country, though? Uh, that, w- w- as you say, we, we've banned nuclear power production, but we've got an interconnector mm. with Britain. So, I mean, the lights in this studio—only a very small portion of them—but the lights in sure. the studio are powered by nuclear energy. Well, and anybody we know who lives in France are on almost a hundred percent nuclear energy. I mean, we have to be realistic uh, uh, about what actually exists. And it's not it's not that we're going to be morally superior in some way by not having nuclear uh, mm. um, uh, uh, electricity production, um, but it's it's undesirable anywhere in the world. Uh, it was a major scientific step to discover how this could be done. It was initially done for destructive purposes in terms of military uh, um, weapons. Incidentally, a lot of people might know that Ireland was the uh, um, the, the country that introduced the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty in, uh, in the United Nations in 1975. The late okay. Frank Aiken was Minister for Foreign Affairs. Yeah. Then called. Uh, and uh, and that that has been a major step forward. It's been the legal framework that allowed a lot of restraint in, in nuclear, uh, the production of nuclear weapons. And then at a later date, uh, I think it was Jimmy Carter, President Jimmy Carter, uh, and and sorry, it wasn't. It was Ronald Reagan, uh, uh, who was president of the United States, uh, managed to cut a, a deal yeah. to reduce nuclear weapons as between the USSR and the United States, which was a major step forward and surprising enough coming from let, Reagan. Let, let me go back to John just on, on on that broader point. Actually, John, yeah. what 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 say you to that argument? And Neil's not the only one who would make it that you know the proliferation of of nuclear energy around the world has historically gone hand in hand with the proliferation of nuclear weapons. Well, um, history can be changed. I do find these rather emotive arguments uh, about what's, uh, what's wrong with being nuclear a bit women, about weapons. Something that you feel something uh, strong about, Professor. I mean, what? Uh, well, what's the they are being in, a bit emotive. I, I think you it's know, the motive. Hold on, uh, in, yeah, Neil, let, let let John respond there. I I think it is an emotive uh, 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 question comment to just always bring together nuclear weapons, which scare the public, uh, with nuclear energy, which well, in you, the situation that we find are you ourselves then now. That yeah, thank you, thank you for your contribution. Um, it, in the situation we find ourselves now, where we really have to keep carbon in the ground, any more carbon coming out into the into the air causes us climate change and air pollution problems. Yes, we should use a blend. I I admit, wind, uh, solar in particular, which I think will eventually be the answer. 
But yes. nuclear yeah. I agree. I agree has to you. be part, you. excuse me, uh, uh, nuclear has to be part of that blend, of that alliance of non-carbon containing fuels. And like well, it or not, suggest, nuclear energy, nuclear energy okay. Neil, would not be involved yeah. with nuclear weapons. Neil. Yeah, that, well, that's, I mean, if, if John would let me finish the point about the connection between weaponry and specific nuclear facilities. But also, what, if John could say to us what, what is to be done with the nuclear waste and the and the, the gallons and gallons of nuclear waste that exists, especially in Britain and in the United States, it's just in storage and nobody knows uh, what to do. What does well, John suggest about that? If, if you want to know, I refer you to my earlier answer, is that 7 million people around the world uh, die each year because of carbon being released as a fuel. How yes, many? That, that, that doesn't me, deal with how nuclear waste. Have, you're to, you're talking about carbon. Died. I mean, I'm in agreement. I'm in complete yeah. agreement how with you on this. How many have died because of nuclear waste? Just give me a number. Well, I mean, it's about thirty people died in Fukushima alone and, from nuclear uh, waste. It, 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 the waste that was released from the plant when it had the meltdown, of course. Yes. Uh, but Neil, Neil um, I mean, you you present nuclear waste as if the. the there's no good answer as to how to deal with it. Maybe there is no good answer, but there are answers with other countries. No, can we not do what I don't know, do what the French do with their nuclear waste? Um, I, I'm not aware that the French deal effectively with nuclear waste. They turn some of it into glass and they recycle others so that it's used I again in, no in nuclear process processing. Where, where plutonium can be converted to glass, it's put in glass. I think that might be what, uh, uh, but I haven't studied that lately. Uh, John might might know the answer to that. Okay, so I'm just I'm just curious. You 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 were the one who brought up the issue of nuclear waste. I mean, do, do you know how they deal with nuclear waste in any other country? It's mo- it's mostly stored. The British store the plutonium. The Americans store the nuclear waste. Okay. largely plutonium as well, and just in tanks and barrels. And why couldn't we do that? And leave leave something as 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 toxic as as uh, um, plutonium, uh, uh, liquid plutonium, just in tanks. I mean, this this is lethal material, and if it's dispersed, the casualty level would be just uh, um, of, of a number that's unspeakable. Ca- carbon is lethal material too. If it exists, John, I have agreed with you. I don't know why you're arguing with me about dioxide. carbon because I agree with you. I agree right. with you about carbon. Then, then wh- how do you propose? that that energy source that the world has been totally dependent well, on for so right, many yeah. years, how you're it's replaced, right. wind and solar uh, are, are quite simply not there. Solar might be at some stage in the future. Hydro helps. This blend is important, but nuclear should be part of that blend. Yeah, to the point of view, but I mean, I vehemently disagree with that but I agree with you just so, about so, everything else so can I ask you then Neil if you yeah. disagree with that I mean how do we provide energy in the future without burning fossil fuels well it's as, it's as John has, has said I mean, there's, there's wind uh, um, and um, there's micro generation through solar and the solar panels are working very well and uh, there are, are uh, significant developments taking place to increase the potential of generating from uh, from solar panels. And also we are capable of storing electricity. I mean, Turlock Hill, who a lot of Irish people will know about, and some of the younger generation won't know, 
where electricity surpluses are generated at a particular time, a, a load of water is pumped up to the top of a hill in Blessington and, in, and is put into an upper lake. And when the demand is high on the grid, uh, the the, uh, um, the or the pumps that uh, that pump the water up are reversed and become turbines, and they generate significant input into the grid when that happens. Um, my point is, we may we may be. Yeah. Sorry, okay. yeah. yeah. Go on, Neil. Go on. on. So, so Neil, your your yeah. your argument, Neil, is effectively that we don't need a blend. Renewables can do the job in the entirety. Ultimately, yeah. And I mean, the 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 a consistent study of science as we move along will will improve that. But microgeneration is work is working very well in Northern Ireland, where I'm speaking to you from tonight. There's a massive amount of electricity is microgenerated from people's roofs, and it goes into the grid. Look, yeah. I, I worked on photochemistry. That's the interaction of light with matter in my PhD yes. at that yes. time. And that's quite a long while ago. But I would say over the 50, 60 years, the idea of mimicking photosynthesis, the natural process that turns sunlight into energy, has been looked at enormously. And we're nowhere yes. close to be able to mimic all of the leaves and the uh, and blades of grass by solar panels. It may happen in 50 years, 60 years. All I can say in the last 60 or 70 years, while this has been studied, we're not there. We've improved, but we're not there. You've, you've mentioned a topic very close to my heart, and I haven't had the privilege of doing a PhD in it. But uh, the existence of photosynthesis from the Earth is, uh, is just uh, one of the most astounding parts of nature that exists. It is, but I mean, well, listen, we're kind of straying away from uh, the argument that the science may not be on your uh, side, Neil. I appreciate you would make a counter-argument. Uh, we are out of time, unfortunately. Neil McCann, barrister and environmental campaigner, and John Sudo, Professor Emeritus of Chemistry at UCC. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.